Hey everybody, this is the Danny Naylor Show, the podcast where we discuss mom life situations, guilty pleasures, and random topics. I will also be blessing your ears with some of my favorite music. Today's episode is all about self-care, the importance of playdates, and what the hell happened on Love and Hip Hop ATL. I'm your host, Danny Naylor. I'm a mom to a beautiful baby boy, wife, and entrepreneur. And hopefully, I will become your best friend. So I don't know how many of you were watching Love & Hip Hop ATL last night. But honey, boy oh boy, was it an explosive episode. I mean... I haven't seen this much violence in such a long time. Like, this is straight, like, old school when Love & Hip Hop first came out. So, if a lot of you haven't watched the episode, please go watch the episode so you can follow along to what I'm talking about. But if you just want, like, a little quick introduction to what happened, basically, Spice was talking about how Erica's older son doesn't love her. Not only was she talking about her son, but then she was also talking about how Safari does pay child support. And she decided to, guess, just hop on the Safari's bandwagon, which I truly don't understand. I mean, I know that they have, you know, they're from the same country, so they're like brother sisters. But for some reason, Spice just decided on this season that she wanted to believe Safari. And, you know, I used to be a really, really big Spice fan. And I'm saying used to be because these last couple seasons, Spice has become very, very spicy. And she has been very, very messy. And she is all about her business and she's on her music and she's like doing amazing things. But in her In her downtime, I think she's turned into like a Carly and she's just become very, very messy. So last night's episode, she was just talking about Erica meaning her family, her children, Safari, everything. And so they were sitting at the table and when she brought up Erica's son, Erica blacked out and flipped the table. Drinks flew everywhere was all over the place and Erica then went into this whole like really racial rant I I don't understand where it came from still trying to figure out where that was coming from Erica you know because you use this platform and you make a lot of money up off this platform that has a lot of women and men that have my skin complexion just like spices and she wanted to call spice a monkey and make monkey noises and I just could not believe that she was so comfortable in her skin in front of all the cameras. Or maybe she just completely blacked out and just forgot where she was. But she just started just screaming the most racial slurs at her. And, I mean, I understand, like, children are off topic. We don't talk about kids. That has always been a rule when it comes to all of these TV shows. It's like, don't talk about children. Don't talk about parents. 
you know, don't say anything that has to do with family. You can talk about the people themselves, their career, whatever. But especially children are off limits. So really, Spice absolutely had no reason to even bring up her son in the first place. No reason to bring him up. And you know that's been a soft spot for her. And the biggest thing was clearly that was something that Erica told Spice probably somewhere over a cocktail where she thought it was a comfortable conversation to have with her. And Spice just went completely below the belt. So then Erica said, I, I'm going to hell and I'm taking you with me and I'm just going to mess up everything. I mean, she, she messed up everything. I woke up this morning I was on IG, I was on Twitter, I was on um, all the social media um, apps, and it was all over the news. I could not believe it. And I'm waiting to hear back of what Erica has to say about it, because, child, it sounds like you about to get canceled real quick. Like, you need to figure your situation out. I don't think there's any way that she can come back from this. I mean, this is going to be constantly repeated over over time. And if you know anything, Spice ain't going to let it go. Oh, she's going to bring everybody up into that conversation. I think on the next episode, actually, she brought it to Kurt, Rashida. She did. She brought it to Sierra. She brought it to Bambi. So the next episode is supposed to be really, really juicy. And it's supposed to be like a Banger. I cannot wait. But y'all let me know how y'all feel about Erica. I mean, I personally feel like I'm over her. She's overrated. She's done. She's washed up. You know, I'm sorry all the things that she was going through with Safari. I don't think any woman deserves to go through that, especially me being a mom. Like, I get it. That's a heartbreaking situation. But when you go below the belt in public like this, there's just a different level of carelessness. Like, it's one thing to go and cuss somebody out and say whatever you want behind closed doors and say somebody records you. Well, that person was talking in private. But you were on TV. It's a whole bunch of cameras around and you think it's okay to fix out your mouth to call her a monkey. Nah, girl, you done. You are done with it. Like, I'm not even interested in watching her on the show anymore. And she really doesn't have a storyline. Besides Safari, she doesn't have a storyline. She's not doing music. She ain't making no clothes. She ain't making no bed sheets. She ain't got no wig line. What is she doing? Why is she on the show? Who is she to support? Like, we get it. Safari screwed you over. You did this on the reunion show. You you keep talking about this same story. I'm sorry it's happening to you, but can we move on? So now, I mean, it's the best time more than ever to just completely get rid of her. We ain't got to go back to that. Now, Spice is messy, but that's what the show is supposed to be about. Love and hip-hop is all about being messy, but we don't do racial slurs, baby. We not doing that. You need to own up to that, and you need to make an announcement. We're waiting on social media. We're waiting. Hopefully, I'll have an update next week if she made some type of um, apology or something like that. But, I mean, I I just, I don't know, I just completely lost all respect for Erica. Because it's just, it's 
women like her who take advantage of these platforms and kiki ha ha. Like your best friends are supposed to be Sierra and Bambi. Both are dark-skinned women. And those are your best friends. So how the hell are they supposed to feel? If that's what you're saying when you get mad at Spice, who you said was your friend. So you must feel the same way about your own friends. The moment they pissed you off, you sitting at home, you probably want to say the same things to them. You showed your true colors, girl. So I'm over it. I mean, I just, I don't need to see any more, much more of Erica at this point in my life. I think that the next season, we need to revamp this a little bit. We can get off um, a couple people, actually. We can get off Erica Banks, too. I'm not interested in her and those long uh, bangs or whatever. Little, I don't know, baby hairs. I, I'm sick and tired of seeing those. Those take up half the screen on my television. Uh, Amy Lucci, I mean, I'm here for her. I liked her at first, but she kept going into the whole Kardashians. You're not like the Kardashians. You're not. You're not a Kim K. It's not going to happen. Y'all just need a little bit more story um, to y'all character lines. But, I mean, Love & Hip Hop, it's really, it's time to revamp this whole thing. And just to come up with something a little bit better than this OG versus the new G's. It's just, it's not working. It ain't mixing with me. So, I don't know. We'll find out what happens on the next episode. Next week, hopefully, there'll be something that's coming from Erica Mina real soon. And we'll discuss it. If you guys have any opinions or you want to share your thoughts about the episode or the upcoming episode, please don't forget, go to my website and drop me a voice message. Now, we must always talk about self-care. I am a huge huge fan of self-care whether it's taking a bubble bath a nice little lunch by yourself or going to go get a massage i think everybody deserves to be pampered in some kind of way if you're a mom out there or even if you're not a mom but you're a hustler you tired right now this is your reminder i'm telling you right now to schedule something for yourself right now Go ahead, do it. Open up your calendar. Put on a massage on the book. Put a facial on a book. Put 30 minutes of quiet time on your schedule so that you can have a better day tomorrow or a better week, better month. Whenever you take care of yourself, you will have better life experiences because you're more well-rested and you just feel good. So... Please, just try to remind yourself to do something this week. I like to do things at least once or twice a week for myself. Especially doing like a massage or going swimming. That's one of my biggest things. I love to swim. But this week I decided to spruce up my face a little bit. I said, let me get a little bit beauty pampering done. So... I've kind of let myself go over the couple months having a baby. You know, it's a little difficult to change a diaper and put on mascara every day. 
Um, so I was like, what can I do? Something that is low maintenance, but that can just give me an extra pop to my natural face because it's hot. It's hell outside. It's like 95 degrees every single day. So I can't wear any makeup. I just completely retired my makeup. And I also, I just still need to have something though, so that I can look a little presentable. So I started Googling some things and at first I Googled this thing called eyebrow lamination because when it comes to a face, the main components of your face, what people don't realize are going to be your eyebrows and your eyelashes. People don't realize how big of a difference that is. So I decided to get my eyebrow and my eyelashes done. But when I looked up the eyebrow lamination, it was saying how it gives you this, it's a First, it's a chemical service that basically relaxes your eyebrows. And to relax them, it gives you the effect of having longer eyebrows where you can kind of like shape them, fan them out a little bit more. But it caters more to people that have a thicker eyebrow. Somebody that has a lot of hair to get relaxed. And it is literally... I mean, I don't want to scare anybody. Google it yourself. But it is similar to basically a relaxer. It's just for your eyebrows. Um, So, given me, I was interested in some volume. But I know my eyebrows are very, very thin. So, I also needed some way to, like, just thicken them up a little bit. And I was reading about microblading. Now, microblading is real cool because it's kind of like tattoos on your eyebrows. Um, but I want to research that a little bit more because they say you can get those done, I think, every a year and a half to two years. And then it's roughly like 300 to $400 every two years. So I was like, that's not bad. But given that I haven't had my eyebrows done in so long, I didn't want to do a permanent situation. I wanted to do something more temporary until I can find my shape. So... Um, I decided to do the eyebrow tinting, which gives me the volume and the thickness at the same time. And it tremendously just changed my eyebrows in a matter of seconds. And the process is very, very simple. So shout out to my girl, Mercy, who is in Clinton, Maryland. She does my hair. My eyebrows, my lashes, almost all my beauty. Um, you can check her out. Uh, her website is mercybsalonwork.com. That is mercy, M-E-R-C-Y-B-E-E, salonwork.com. She does everything. I love her. She got me together. But anyway, so she was talking to me and she just kind of walked me through and let me know the lamination is not for your eyebrows. I'm not even gonna give you this service. That's what I love about her. She don't BS. She's not gonna just take your money for a service. She's like, uh, no, I'm not doing this to you because you don't need it. I said, oh, okay, well, that's fine. Give me what I need. So she tinted my eyebrows. And then I was like, I want some lashes. So she gave me this nice, full, classic look. 
I mean, I love them. They're very, very lightweight. They're not heavy. I don't feel them. They're not like those thick eyelashes where you got the glue. They're very nice and they're wispy. And if I lose a lash, you can't really tell because they're just that lightweight. And they're very, very beautiful. And it just made a huge difference on my face. And that cost me roughly like around $200. I figure if I can do that, like every six weeks or something. Oh, I'm sorry, not every six weeks. She said come in every three weeks. Doing that every three weeks just to maintain a nice natural look. I love it. I think it was worth every penny. And I didn't have any issues with any um allergy or anything like that nothing irritated my skin it's a nice natural look so again shout out to my girl mercy i appreciate you she is in clinton maryland if you are ever in the area please go by see her she has her own salon studio into this conversation about playdates because boy oh boy did I learn a lot as you heard earlier in this episode I am a mother and I have a beautiful baby boy named Jordan he is eight months to date and I only have one child and because me and my husband both work from home we opted to not put him in daycare we decided to just keep him at home and we have been blessed to have both of our mothers who are available to come to the house and to watch him while we are at work. And it's truly been a blessing and an amazing experience because during my lunch or when I want to take some time off, I can just easily go downstairs, say hello to my son, go back upstairs, go to work. And I say thousands of dollars a month because I don't have to pay for daycare. I mean, it was a no-brainer when we made the decision to keep him at home. Now, eight months later, I'm starting to see that maybe it could have been a little more beneficial for him to be in daycare because he is an only child. He's around himself he doesn't get to really socialize with other children play with other children explore with other children he's just by himself with adults and the other thing to that is the learning and the teaching and the growing that he can have from being in a daycare um so I started to see that there were certain things like crawling and walking and sitting that maybe he is struggling with a little bit more if he wasn't around other children that he can learn and grow from. So I think that there's like a slight downside to not putting him into daycare. And on top of that, my son, since the day he was born, just completely refused to do tummy time. He absolutely hated it. It didn't matter. We tried everything under the sun. We watched YouTube tutorials and everything. Nothing ever worked. He hated it. He did not want to do any tummy time. So one day, not too long ago, I was like, okay, I have a, I have a girlfriend who has a son. And we've gone on two play dates 
which were kind of in public at a restaurant. So they didn't really get to interact. Um, but I was like, let's have a play date somewhere where it's like her house. So I go to her home and her son, I think it's like 11 months going on 12 months. So he's already up moving and shaking. He's crawling and he's walking around. And we were hanging out over there and all of a sudden I see my son just watching him and just staring at his friend. And then he just starts pushing forward and just starts getting to more wanting to crawl, crawl, crawl. We go home and the next day he's on the carpet and out of nowhere he just starts crawling. And I was just like, I didn't understand that him Having to watch a child was that important. Like, I knew that playdates are fun. In my mind, I'm like, let's do a playdate so that I can have a friend to hang around because I'm a mom and don't nobody want to hang around me unless they got children. So I'm like, let's hang out. Let's go eat. I'm thinking let's do activities as adults, not thinking that the amount of benefits that my child can gain from being around a child that he can interact with so I was just like really really amazed and I started doing a little bit of research and I happened to fall upon this article uh, I believe it was Mrs. Meyer's learning lab and it basically showed the eight benefits of play dates and the first thing that it stated was that play dates support the development of social skills whether your child likes to play with one child or several playmates, the play dates help children to learn to become comfortable around other children and not to be shy, to be able to say hello and thank you and share toys and share space with other peers. It's really, really important. And so I saw my son, he started to learn how to give his toy to another kid. He never had to do that before. And instantly he was learning to share. Um, so I just was like, wow, that's crazy. And then the other thing was that um, the article mentioned that playdates can play a vital role in developmental uh, language skills. Um, I think another one was the cognitive skills, the thinking skills, because one child is further advanced than the other child, then it makes, like my son, for instance, it forced him to, to want to crawl and want to walk. Um, and then, of course, like problem-solving skills was another thing, becoming independent thinkers, becoming more self-reliant, um, just creating more ample opportunities for your children to play with other children will help them to learn from like difficult situations, how to overcome obstacles with their playmates, trying new activities. Like if your child is scared to try something or taste something, having another child around who is already into whatever that activity or food is will help encourage your child to want to try that more. We have to think beyond the adult side of teaching things. We can't always just teach our child because we are so much further advanced. So it's just really important to have your children around other children. And now I'm like, let's schedule play dates at least like 
once a week or a couple times out of the month because they can learn from each other regardless of who's older than who you never know like my son is like real heavy on standing and pulling himself up and things like that so it's just you know as growing and becoming a mom you really start to see the things and where you may have faltered but I don't want to say falter because that's such a negative thing and I don't ever want to punish myself for my learning curves because I am a mom that's who I am at the end of the day but I just know that moving forward play dates are going to be really really crucial for me even if it's not an activity that I enjoy. It's about the children. And maybe we can combine like a wine and jamboree theme or something like that. I don't know. But let me know how you guys feel about that. You can go to my site and drop me a voice message and give me your opinion about how you feel about play dates and what have been your play date ideas and what have your children developed and grown from being around other kids. Well, that's today's show. Thank you for tuning in to the Danny Naylor Show. I'm Danny Naylor, and I'll be back next week with more insights, tips, and stories. If you would like to be featured on an episode, go to my website, dannynaylor.co. That's Danny, D-A-N-I, Naylor, N-A-Y-L-O-R, dot C-O. Go to my podcast tab and click on the Leave a Message link and your voice note may be featured on a future episode. Also, quick reminder, click that follow button and tell your friends about the show. Take care.